Welcome athlete, parent, and families. This is the Limitless Performance Podcast, the number one youth sports psychology and sports performance podcast on Apple Music or Spotify. This is your host, Coach Jack. Especially for the sports and youth world, this is content not offered anywhere else on the internet. This podcast will be centered around Limitless Performance's sports psychology curriculum, along with other aspects of our athletic training, basketball training, and volleyball training. Email us if you ever want us to make an episode on something you are specifically struggling with or to ask questions. If you're an athlete in any sport or a parent of a youth athlete in any sport, this podcast will be perfect for you. You don't experience anything without the mind. So what's more important than learning how to train it? Let's dive into it. It's Coach Jack, and today we're going to talk about a mental training activity um, that's going to help you build mindfulness in your everyday life. And of course, mindfulness in our curriculum is the solution um, to the number one way that we cause our own suffering, whether it's in sports or in life in general, and that's identifying with thought. And of course, what mindfulness means is your ability to be aware in the present moment of what's going around you externally and of course, internally, your inner dialogue. So as, as people start to grow and build mindfulness, and I've said this in a few other podcasts, you're actually going to notice how your brain doesn't shut up. And once you start to have that realization, you'll be like, wow, I'm actually starting to grow my mindfulness because I can realize how constantly my brain is talking and how constantly I listen to those thoughts mindlessly. Um, so what mindfulness means is that I can hear this inner dialogue and I have distance between my thoughts. So an example, when we're very emotional, we're listening to those thoughts blindly. So a great example could be a stain on your white shirt, right? Um, so originally, before I learned about mindfulness and how to respond consciously and build conscious response habits, um, you know, that's something that would bug me. You know, I'm, I'm, I was a little OCD and, and worried about little, little things like that. Um, that, that would bother me throughout my day. But of course, having mindfulness, you can see those thoughts and then respond to your thoughts and you can talk to yourself. So a lot of times if we have a stain in our shirt, we'll constantly have these reoccurring thoughts of it bothering us. But if we have the ability to be mindful, we can zoom out, see those thoughts, and then ask ourselves things with reason, right? Looking at this shirt, if I were to die today, would I care about this shirt? No. Does this shirt really matter in the grand scheme of things? No. And you would go on and on um, with all of these response habits, but you can't get to that place if you're not mindful in the first place. So this is one of the best activities to start building your mindfulness in everyday life. And of course, stop identifying with those thoughts that are constantly tricking you throughout your day. So what this mental training activity is called is the labeling and noting mind. So this is actually one of the first mindfulness exercises that I started to get into. Um, and, and it truly was the launcher, the rocket ship um, in my mindfulness mental training exercises because I would constantly catch myself with this noting mind um, of when I was causing myself my own suffering. And remember, all of our suffering is caused by ourselves. By It's caused by us listening to our thoughts blindly. So essentially what the labeling and noting mind is, when we're mindful, we're watching for our internal dialogue, right? That's what mindfulness means. We're aware of our thoughts and what's being said inside our head. And so what the labeling and noting mind is, is just putting simplified labels to, to summarize what's going on and what your brain is thinking about. Um, so an example, when I was getting into this mental training exercise, one of the biggest reasons I would constantly get stressed out is I was thinking about the future of the past, right? And, and when you start to take control of the presence in your life and you realize that all that you ever have is now, you, you learn to let go of everything that's not now because that's all that's real is right now. So why am I going to worry about the future or the past um, when they're just present moment thoughts? 
And so what I'd love to do is just label things like future mind or past mind. So an example could be I wake up in the morning and I immediately start thinking about what I'm going to do with my day. You would just softly note in your head, future mind, right? Your mind is thinking about the future. Now, this doesn't mean it's bad. It doesn't mean that planning and, and thinking about the past is always bad. All we're trying to do is get good at labeling our mind because that's going to unconsciously get us into the habit of watching our brain constantly. Um, and I know that was a tongue twister there, but it's going to get us into the habit of watching our brain constantly. And if we can get into a noting habit, getting our internal dialogue to note when we're doing something, you're going to have a profound change in your life because you're going to stop listening mindlessly to your thoughts. Another example could be judging mine, right? So again, the more we judge others, the more we're going to judge ourselves. So there's going to be examples, tons of examples throughout your day when you're looking at other people and you immediately judge them. And all you have to do is say judging mine. Don't resist or hold on to certain thoughts in your brain. Just let them be. Let your brain be the way it is, right? Resisting or clinging, that's going to make things worse. Just watch how your brain works and note, right? So if you're judging another person, just say judging mind, right? If you're judging yourself, just say judging mind. This is what labeling and noting means. Here's the list of all the different minds I love to label when I'm doing this mental training exercise. Judging mind, past mind, future mind, clinging mind, resisting mind, happy mind, sad mind, annoyed mind, ignorant mind, ego mind, restless mind, confused mind, present mind, stressed mind, mental image mind, words mind, memory mind. And it goes on and on and on. The biggest thing to understand with this gatekeepers is there's no wrong way to note or label your mind. We're just trying to get you to gain that ability, of course, like the no think mental training activity to catch yourself and just to be mindful and present of what's going on in your internal dialogue. And there's steps and levels to building mindfulness. And this is one of the basic foundations of building mindfulness in a sense of noting um, the different types of minds you have. So, so don't get so caught up in how you label the mind. Just focus on the aspect that you can label it and you know what's going on in your side of your brain. That's what's building that mindfulness. Okay. So other examples of different minds that we have um, that I haven't talked about yet, the, the clinging mind. So an example of a clinging mind is say something happens throughout your day. Um, someone rubbed you the wrong way and you think that they don't like you and you have these constant rambling of thoughts of, of this person or reoccurring thoughts of, of this person not liking you. So clinging and reoccurring mind, um, those are s similar things, but you're just catching yourself having the same thought over and over and over again. Uh, a reoccurring mind for me, um, an example that I used to know all the time is how much I think about food, like what I'm going to have for dinner. I'll think about what I'm going to have for dinner like five times before I started doing mindfulness. And I was like, this is just wild because I never knew how much I thought about dinner um, in a recurring manner until I found mindfulness. And I'm like, this is really a waste of time for me to think about dinner five straight times in a row. Um, and so I got good at it. I just labeled it re reoccurring mind or, or clinging mind, right? I'm clinging to the same thought over and over again, and there's no reason for it. And that doesn't mean we, we resist or push away those thoughts. We just watch how funny um, the mind is and just smile at the mind at, at, at how um, inefficient it is at times with reoccurring thoughts. Resisting mind. So an example of a resisting mind, say, say you're having a sad mind or you're having sad thoughts and you label that and you're continuing to have sad mind, sad thoughts, and you're continuing to note that. A lot of times we'll have resistance toward that. We don't like that unpositive emotion. Um, so we'll push away this and we're trying 
we will feel resistance by how our body feels. We feel uptight. We don't feel as content or loose as we normally are. Um, and so we can label that as a resistance mind. Um, so we're resisting what reality is. That's what I would label as a resistance mind. Any thoughts that, that would s- surround um, a situation like that? Um, ego mind. So that's a really big one. That is, is a huge step up in your uh, mental training practice is noticing how much you put yourself before other people, how much you think about yourself more than other people. Um, anytime you do that, I immediately label it as ego mind. The more you know ego mind, the less it's going to show up, which is also the beauty of the mental training activity of noting. Um, I talked about the restless mind. So like if you're sitting in, in a position, right, and you, you continue to move out of that position or you see mental images of you wanting to move out of that position to try and get more comfortable and you continue to move, that's restlessness. So you can label those mental images of wanting to move again as restless mind. Um, present mind. So, so if you are being mindful, you're noting, you could also label the noting itself as present mind, right? Because you're in the present moment if you know what's going on inside your internal dialogue. Um, mental images. So noticing what type of internal dialogue you're having, you can label that as noting mind, right? So are they images in your brain? Are they voices in your brain? Are they words you're seeing in your brain? What are you seeing in your brain? You can label those specifics um, with your labeling and noting activity. So those are all just different types of examples for me personally that I've gone back and labeled and noted through this activity. But the biggest thing to remember, noting it is what matters, not how you note it. Um, because noting means you're mindful and you're present. So that's how you know you're building this ability. And the more you note um, that that certain mind, the less it's going to occur. And catching yourself like I did when I thought about dinner, you know, five times in one hour, um, that's not a very efficient thing to do with our thoughts. Again, this is starting to get complicated. And of course, the mind's the most complicated thing um, that we have today in this world. So explaining it is going to be complicated. So if you ever have any questions, always reach out to me, Coach Jack, or anyone in the CTG business. We're here to help you maximize your potential and, of course, become the best version of yourself. So how this mental training activity is going to work, essentially what you're going to do is this is a daily practice, okay? You want to try and do this throughout your day, but we're going to start in the morning, of course, with our mental training activities because if we do it in the morning, likely that momentum will build throughout our day. Get your phone out, set a timer, a minimum for five minutes, and all you're going to do is sit down, close your eyes, and watch your brain. You're not trying to think. You're not trying to not think. You're trying to do absolutely nothing and have fun watching how crazy your brain is. And essentially all you're trying to do with these five minutes is just label as many minds as you can. And again, you're not going to be able to label all of them. Even labeling five different minds throughout a five minute period is a great first step in building um, that mindfulness ability and to stop mindlessly identifying with thought. So set that timer for five minutes right when you wake up in the morning. Um, Label all the different minds that you see in your head when you sit and try to do nothing for five minutes. It's going to be hard, but I promise I have to do it a few times. Um, You'll see how helpful it is throughout your day, and you'll love to continue to keep doing it. And then after you're done with the five minutes of closing your eyes, trying to not do anything essentially but label your minds, Um, What you're going to do is write down all the different mind labeling and, of course, write down what type of thoughts you're having. So say I sit down, I close my eyes, I try not to do anything other than label my mind, um, and I'm constantly thinking about how I don't want to be here and how I want to go do something else. Um, That's an example of future mind. 
And I would label that and write that down in my notebook after the mental training activity um, has passed. So five minutes, closing your eyes, labeling as many minds as you can. Then you'll go and write down in your notebook the reflections of that mental training activity and meditation. So that's a little bit different than the no-think activity we did where you you label, you write down after you're done doing the no-think activity. That's not how it works. This is five minutes continuous now, and you're going back and reflecting on the different minds that you labeled. Again, so excited with this mental training activity, Gatekeepers, to build mindfulness in your life. It's truly changed mine, and I truly believe it's going to change yours and change the well-being of yourself and, of course, your and of course, your motivation to want to help other people. It's an upward spiral, right? We want happiness for ourselves, and to do that, we help other people. And when we help other people, we're happier ourselves and continuing that well-being of everyone around you. This was the noting or labeling mind mental training activity to build mindfulness and stop identifying with thought. I'm Coach Jack. We out gatekeepers. Peace. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Limitless Performance Podcast. If you haven't yet, please leave a review, whether it's on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever listening platform you're on. Compassion for others is a huge part of our curriculum. You can help so many more people by leaving us a review. Please contact Coach Jack at LimitlessPerformanceWI.com to keep us updated on how your meditations are going, how this podcast has affected you, and what other topics on the mental side of the game that you or your child is struggling with, and we can make an episode about that. I really want to become friends with all the listeners so I can help families and students more deeply, so please get a hold of me. Check out Limitless Performance to get your own personal sessions today if you want a deeper dive into increasing your well-being that is personalized to what you struggle with most. Thank you so much, listeners. We'll see you at the next episode. Peace.